Warning. In this episode of CauseCast, we will be diving into horrifying and chilling stories. Um, I will be re-encounting some stories that I've heard, all secondhand. And you, girl, is going to start us off today. Well, first, I prepared a song that I would like to sing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear you boy, in a couple more hours. <laughs> uh, that's a good joke. A good joke? <laughs> yeah, I guess we can talk about this after my birthday, uh, what I did. Um, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, mixing something super scary with something super happy. Yeah, totally. Okay, so uh, I'm going to talk about the few experiences that I have had regarding ghosts. And as you all know, as I say this every single episode, that I record this in my closet. So now I'm scared in the dark in my closet. But I, I guess I'll start <laughs> from the beginning. Um, after our grandpa passed away uh, six years ago now. A few months after he passed away, I I don't know, I guess that was like the first death that I experienced. I mean, other than like a pet or something, that was like the first family. And I felt like a lot of guilt regarding that. And one day, this was like months later, he popped up into my dream. And you boy was there. And our you cousin was there. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay, like I can't hear you at all. It sounds like I'm talking to myself. But the whole family was there and we were at this restaurant and all of a sudden our grandpa comes up to me and he gives me a hug and he kisses me and I guess like after that I felt less like guilty about it and the only reason why I felt guilty was because like I was like, "Oh, maybe I didn't, you know, get to spend enough time with him. I didn't get to form like a deeper bond i could have talked to him more and stuff and i told my parents about this and then my dad told me how every time uh it gets around the anniversary of his dad's death and his dad passed away when he was 12 his dad visits him in his dreams and i don't know if that's like a coincidence because you're thinking about your loved ones or like that's a way they can actually communicate with communicate with you so what do you think? It sounds like uh, I had like some crazy ideas, but I can talk about it after. Um, it sounds like it's more than just a coincidence if it keeps recurring, or and then again, it's like what you say: how it could be that they think about them around the time that they passed away. So, like, you know, kind of like an anniversary kind of thing, um, and they dream about them. Well, my, my friend, her cousin, passed away last year, and her cousin has been talking to her in her dreams, but I also think it's because uh, her cousin's death was really sudden, and her cousin is younger than her, so maybe that's it as well, but like, I guess it's just like a comforting thought to think, oh, you know, they're purposely coming to us to talk to us. Mm-hmm. What about you boys' story? I got a couple. Uh, should I tell them all? Or, or we can go back and forth because 
I have, you know, other stuff to say. Okay. So my story is about the famous La Chusa. <laughs> and I have a few accounts to tell, but I'm going to tell one about the La Chusa. One that's very just terrifying. So my great-grandmother, when she was a little girl, she lived in a village. And this village was haunted by a Lachusa. And if you don't know what a Lachusa is, there's like two stories. Either that the Lachusa is a witch that can transform into a demon, like owl woman, or they summon a demon, which is the Lachusa. I believe that the story, the former, where they transform, uh, nonetheless, the the villagers they managed to trap the lachusa in like with a rope, and they tied it around its legs and its neck, and it would like try to struggle out. And it was like the morning, and it was still there. And this one woman came to the to where it was, and they're going to kill it. They're going to try to kill it. Uh, but the woman she begged to let it go. No one knows why this woman wanted them to let it go. Maybe she's the one that summoned it. Maybe she knew who it was. Maybe it was their grandmother, their friend, their mother, something, you know? Like, no, I, I didn't, they didn't tell me why this woman wanted to let them go, the Lachusa go. So the Lachusa, they let it go, and that's the end of the story. So your great-grandma saw this? Yes, when she was a little girl, um, her... Her father um, told her not to go near it. Oh, I'm scared. I, I only found out what that was because of you. And I remember when we would go outside at night, like I was scared that she would come out. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Stop it! It is not funny. <laughs> um, intermission while I get out of this closet. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh my gosh, and your creaky chair sounds so creepy. Okay, I'm out of the closet. <laughs> I hope that's not too loud. <laughs> um, I could divulge a little bit more about the Lachusa. Like the you could story. tell us. I mean, because not everyone knows what what it's really about. You know. So there's stories. I've never met Elachusa, but this woman I met when I back back in Austin, she said that her father was being plagued by Elachusa, and Elachusa, according to the woman, was summoned by a ex-girlfriend of his, and so because he was cheating on the mom, and he had the family, you know, and he he broke it off with the girlfriend, and the girlfriend was pissed off, and you know, called forth the Elachusa. And so they say that Lachusa sounds like a baby crying. Like it sits outside the window or your front door and it makes like a baby crying sound like, you know, how a baby cries to like try to trick someone to come outside. Or um, they also say that it looks like, thank God I've never seen one, like it's the size of a human, like just a big ass bird basically. With the face, sometimes, and I, I hate how there's different stories about the Lechusa because it gives it less credibility. But sometimes he, they say that the face of the Lechusa is a woman's face. 
the times it just looks like a giant owl. And um, the only reason I believe in it is because like I've heard so many stories about it. Um, and yeah, it's the Shusa. Do you believe in other like legends like that? I only believe in witches and ghosts, really. I don't believe in all that other crap, you know. Like Bigfoot and all that, I don't believe in none of that. Um, yeah, because like all the proof, it just feels very staged. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like anything's possible, so who knows? Yeah. Um, have I told this? Have I told the story about the shadows that I've seen? Yes, you have, and they're very chilling. Uh, well, I guess I'll mention them again. Um, so, oh, well, also the the apartment that I lived in before this one. I I feel like this is just like a sleeping disorder <laughs> that I had. <laughs> Stop it, because. <laughs> Also, at this time, I feel like this is important to note that, like, my mental health was really bad at this time, and I barely got any sleep, so I feel like this was just, like, all in my head. But I feel like if ghosts and spirits are really real and, like, evil ones that prey on weak people, like, I feel like they could have had, like, a closer chance at getting to me because, like, my mental state wasn't good. But anyway... I <laughs> I slept on a mattress on the floor. Um, I don't know why I just liked to have my mattress on the floor instead of my actual bed. And I would take naps after school. And I would wake up to my bed shaking. And I thought it was somehow the washer and dryer shaking my bed, even though I was upstairs and... The washer and dryer were downstairs and they weren't even on. But it felt like that sensation of like of like sitting on top of a washer, <laughs> like at the laundromat. And I looked up what it could have been and a bunch of paranormal stuff came up and it freaked me out and it still freaks me out because it hasn't happened since. It only happened in that apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, maybe it was because of the lack of sleep that I was getting and I would just like sleep random hours of the day. But uh <laughs> the shadow stuff uh happens in the house that I live in now. And this house is pretty old. I think it's from the fifties or sixties. And I have seen multiple shadows walk back and forth in my hallway. And from my bed I can look out into my hallway and this one day I thought my dad had come home because I saw the shadow walk into the room and it was like as tall as my dad it looked like a man I thought it was my dad and then like five minutes later I hear the car pull up into the driveway and him open the door and I'm like whoa I thought you've been here (laughs) and he's like uh no and my mom and my siblings were outside, so I was the only one that was actually inside the house. And it happened a few times after that. Um, like, I could see the shadow running, but this time it looked like a little kid running. And once again, it was my siblings because I think they were also outside at that time. And then 
Uh, this was kind of, oh, this was last year, like, probably like a month or so after our grandma passed away. And my mom was looking into my sibling's room, and they have this noise machine that has a light on it. And she could see, like, a shadow walk back and forth, and the light was flickering, like someone was standing in front of the light and walking back and forth. And then my dog went into my sibling's room, and she never goes into my sibling's room because they're super loud, and, you know, they're always, like, fighting and playing. So my dog tries to stay away from them, but this one day, she kept going into the room and laying down in their floor, like trying to guard them I guess and my mom had asked me like oh did you go into their room and I was like no (laughs) I did not and this one this other time is more recent like literally last month my mom asked me oh did you go to your room at three o'clock in the morning like she thought I had fallen asleep in the living room and didn't go to my room until three in the morning because she saw a shadow walk into my room. What's <laughs> mm. happening? It's just like seeing figures, so it could just be our brains making it up. Have you done research in your house? Like other people have lived in there? Like maybe. The like it could be. I've... The only thing I've done is look at the address, but nothing comes up. I feel like they have to list, like, if someone passed away or not in the house or whatever. Uh, I'm not sure think, about, like, all of that. Do you think when when people pass away, do you think they can only stay in the place where they passed or they just, like, roam around and go anywhere? I feel like it depends. It's all, like, on circumstance. If they... I mean, like, if if ghosts are, like, for real, for real... We still don't know much about like the paranormal world because we have no evidence and this and that. But there's like seems to be different kinds of spirits. Like it's the working theory that there's like those who attach themselves to people, those who attach themselves to the to a place, and then maybe they attach themselves to things here in the you know the world that we are in because that's the only way they kind of like anchor themselves so they don't pass on to wherever else there is in this world or out of this world more like it so maybe they do have to attach themselves to something and that's why they attach themselves to houses that they lived in because you know hey look i lived in here i'm comfortable here so attach myself here and here i am (laughs) that's just a theory do you what do you think about trying to communicate with them i there's right ways and there's dumb ways because like you never know because it's like stranger danger you don't know who you're talking to so it could be your grandmother or it could be like some crazy psychopath that was you know that died and you wouldn't know um last week my friend she was asking all of us permission if we could uh help her in communicating with her great grandma and i said yes but then a few days ago she said never mind i want to leave her at peace and i 
like I don't know what would have happened if we actually like got together and tried to talk to her also because you know I didn't know her like would that affect anything like you don't really know mm. what you're getting yourself into and that's a sect of witchcraft because the, I only believe in practical witchcraft not like the whole fanciful ride in on a broom and stuff and yeah, yeah, old dreams yeah. and stuff like there's a legitimate kind of culture around witchcraft and there's like herbalism and and like summoning and talking to spirits and you know healing and stuff there's also curses that's a real thing but maybe the stuff that they're doing like say i curse you to grow like boils on your face i can do that but is it really going to happen i don't think so but in that um, person's mind they really yeah. feel like they're like uh doing this action they're bringing this force into the world which may not be true so i feel like witchcraft is like a culture that's real, but not real as in they can ride a broom to the supermarket, you know? <laughs> yeah, because my friend, she practices it. So, like, that's why I trusted her, because I know she studied it and I know what she's doing. But also part of me was apprehensive about it. And, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, obviously, she wasn't comfortable enough to go through with it. So, I don't know if I would try to contact someone that I know passed away, you know? I don't think I could do that. Yeah, you know, they they died. I think they deserve to be left alone. At least that's the way it should be, you know? I mean, yeah, maybe feelings. we just aren't... Maybe we're just not meant to know. Maybe. Um, but speaking of death and creepy ghosties, <laughs> I have just another story. From my, okay, this is funny, but it's from my great grandfather, um, on my other side in Mexico again. So him and his friend were coming out of a bar, and it was night. It was like midnight, and they're being creeps, and they saw this woman in a white dress with long black hair walking a down bit. the street. <laughs> what? Just stop it, because I feel like I know where this is going. Do I continue? Yes, continue. So they saw this woman with a long white dress and long black hair walking down the street. And they decide to be like creeps that they are and follow her. So they get on their horses. And yes, they have horses. They follow her and she goes into a cemetery. And they leave the horses outside the cemetery and climb over the wall. Just like sneak around and follow her like the creeps they are. And she stops in front of a, a tombstone. And my grandfather, great grandfather, it's a bad feeling. So he doesn't want to follow her anymore. But his friend continues and gets closer. And the woman turns around and her face is nothing but a skull. And my grand grandfather's friend, he's so afraid that he trips over and falls backwards and he 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 can't even scream or nothing. He's just his face is just pure shock and my grandfather and him run out of there and a week later my grandfather's friend passes away. How did your great grandpa 
didn't pass away, but the friend did. Maybe the friend was just closer. I'm not sure. I, this, this is a story my grandmother told me. Maybe it's just a cautionary tale to not be a creep and follow women at night. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but that is crazy timing. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's like all these like legends are just like, you know, parents telling their kids, trying to give them a lesson. Yeah, I mean, you know, the story of Bloody Mary, that's actually a story about maturity and women becoming, uh, girls becoming women. Uh, Why do they got to make that scary? It. It's scary because like, it's like a, a rite of passage because usually groups do this, like groups of girls do this. Um, and of course, boys do it too, but I think that stems from it turning into like kind of a party, kind of voodoo, Ouija bird kind of thing. But originally, only girls did this. And the reason it, it's done in the restroom is because it's based off of women, of girls when they get their first period and stuff. It, it, there's a whole theory about it online that it's like a story of like the fear girls have about you know growing up into a uh, womanhood it's yeah, like the story that. that's why it's that's why it's scary it's because you know you, a girl's first time going through that is scary if you think about it um and that's why the bloody mary is scary <laughs> i'm laughing because i cried when it first happened to me <laughs> oh yeah did you ever do the bloody mary thing uh, I remember doing it in the trailer house, actually. Oh, my goodness. Did you do it with our older cousin? Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was their idea. They? Yeah. <laughs> so much stuff happened because of them. Yeah. Uh, I know Roly Poly did it one time in the trailer house as well, himself. And nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. Uh, what I'm pretty sure. I wonder how old that trailer house is. Pretty damn old. Did they? I don't know. I feel like they got it when it was like pretty brand new. Yeah, they moved in. Like they purchased the trailer house and moved on to the land. Well, I wonder what was that land before? Indian burial ground. Um, perhaps. Or is that true? <laughs> no, no, it's just a joke. It's a Family oh. Guy reference. Oh, but I feel like there's probably some truth to that, considering like where on the map we are. Oh, yeah, true that. <laughs> Actually, did you know that? You know the island that's not too far from us. Um, they say that cannibals lived there, like Native American cannibals. That's how they survived. Yeah, like they would. Take people from the mainland, go on canoes across to the island, and keep them there. Well, you learn something new every day. That's just a story I heard as a kid growing up. Oh, so there's no fact? Not that I know of. I, I haven't gone to the library and done research on the island nearby. But I know Native research. I know Native American tribes did, like, multiple, like, two groups of Native tribes did cross where we live. I'm here. You got another story? Uh, I don't actually. 
Okay. So I have another story. And this involves witchcraft again. So another great of mine, great aunt this time. She was dying of cancer. And she was on her deathbed. And her family is around her. And she, she was just there talking to them. But people realized that she wasn't talking to them. She was talking to someone who wasn't there. And she said that like her family member asked her, I think it was her daughter or son. I, mean, it might, I think it was her son. Her son asked her, who are you talking to? And she was quiet for a long time. And she finally said that she sees a woman at the foot of her bed laughing at her pointing a finger at her and, like like and, in a mocking way yeah like in a mocking way and um at that time the door would rattle like crazy um it, like it's a screen door and it was rattling like there was no wind or anything it was just rattling like like that and the family was scared because they didn't know what was going on they thought like, like the she was crazy, and she 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 was talking to a supposed woman all night, and finally, when it was the next day, she passed away. Who do you think the woman was? Um, maybe someone she knew in the past that it didn't end like their friendship well, or uh, my. Grandma says, because all these stories are from my grandma. Um, my grandma says that this woman might have been a witch that cursed her and was like watching her as she died. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. I feel like it was like some spirit or maybe a demon, even just like oh, mocking I hate her. That word. Demon. Okay. <laughs> um, shall we talk about something happy now? Oh yeah. Uh, what is that? Um, have we ever said our ages on here? I don't think we have. I feel like it's obvious if you pick up on little things. Yeah, like how we talk about stuff in our life and the times. Yeah. Um, how old am I? Oh my gosh. You, oh my god. You have two hours left of being 19. How do you feel? I feel I actually do feel excited. Like all my other birthdays, I uh, I never felt more excited because, like, I guess I've made my promises to myself today about getting back to our, where I was in like physical health because I've really have let loose. <laughs> I I've gained so much weight, and I've made promises. Like today is my last day if procrastination and i've also been eating at night which i shouldn't be doing like i eat healthy and all that i stay away from fast foods uh, my only weakness right now is sugar and i drink like some sprite at night and i eat like either a sandwich or popcorn or something i make at night and i eat it and you know so i'm gonna stop that starting today um like i used to be 175 and I think I'm up to 220. So I've gained like 50 pounds. 
or four or like like forty five pounds. Um, that's I feel like that's so crazy because I spent like a whole year. Cause I I don't know I've told this story before, but I used to be like two forty five. Then I got way down. It took me a year, and that's the craziest thing. It took well, not even a year, like a couple of months, and I got down to one seventy five. And now again, a couple of months, I've gained all that weight again, and I'm determined to lose it starting tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm gonna go out for a morning run, uh, later than I used to do. Um, you know, I feel like I'm gonna get back on the ball. The hardest part is starting, but you know, once you get that routine, it'll be easier. Your mama. <laughs> <laughs> 